Hello everyone, my name is Eli Hollingsworth and welcome back to Against the Current, A The Chosen podcast, where today I'm going to be sharing with you my review for The Chosen Season 3, Episode 3, Physician, Heal Yourself. And this is, in my opinion, now my favorite episode of the show, and it is also the most uh, recent episode of The Chosen, released on December 25th, Christmas Day, and uh, now I'm going to share my review since I am back in town. So, um... This episode, as I said, is my favorite episode of the show. It is it is absolutely amazing in my opinion. I just thought it was so awesome the way they portrayed Jesus and how they really dove and in, delved into the uh, human aspects of Jesus and basically just portrayed him as this very humble, just kind of awkward teenager who um, is, you know, the savior of the world. And I saw that apparently some people were getting mad about how they kind of, it seemed like they diminish the divinity of Jesus, and I don't think that's true at all. I think that uh, they just sh- showed a more, like he says in season two, I am that I am, so in the show he's made it very clear that he is the Messiah, but I think just in this episode they did a great job of um, showing the more human side of Jesus and just l- really showing how human Jesus was as well, that he was 100% human and 100% God. So, Anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was amazing, but we can go into specific plot point details. So, um, at the beginning, it opens with uh, Jesus and Lazarus kind of playing as their babies with Mary, and um, they're like just little toddlers playing around, and, and Joseph walks in. That's really all the scene is just a flashback to when Jesus was a kid. You see Jesus learning to walk, um, and... That's just showing, again, you know, Jesus was like any other child. He had to learn to walk. He had to learn to read, as we'll see later in the episode. Spoiler alert. Um, but he was he was just like any other kid. He was human. So that's really all that scene was. Um, but then we have the intro, and then Jesus returns to Nazareth. And I love this scene. I'll probably do a video on this. So, um, you, you and if you came here from the video, then hi. But um, I love this scene where Jesus comes and knocks on Mary's door. Because I just love the symbolism here. Because he knocks on the door, and Mary, Mother Mary, knows that it's Jesus. She tells him to come in because she knows that's that it's Jesus, and um, he doesn't. He deliberately doesn't come in and waits for her to open the door and let him in. And this is emphasized. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be like anything amazing or special if they didn't emphasize it so much. And Mary even says, you know, why didn't you just come in? And Jesus doesn't say anything. He just walks in the door. But I think this was beautiful symbolism for how um, Jesus, when he calls us, or in the metaphor of our hearts, I guess, you know, he comes and he knocks on the door, but you have to let Jesus in and accept him in order for him to, or in order to become uh, saved, in a sense. Okay, so um, I just love the symbolism of that scene, and just, like, it's just little things like that that are just unnecessary, like, nobody was asking for that scene, but it just little scenes like that, little bits like that, and there's a few more in the episode that just this just make it so much fuller and richer and just so much more amazing. Uh, and it was just a beautiful inclusion. I love that part. It's just, and you can blink and you miss it because it's such a small scene, but Jesus comes in and um, he washes his feet, he, he unties his sandals, and he does, like, a few, they show a few Jewish rituals that they do, um, when they enter a household, um, and he talks about the he he talks about the brown dog that he notices at the gate, and this is another little like 
just this episode really delves into the character of Jesus. You know, there's um, Mother Mary mentions that the dog died like a few, like a while ago, and that nobody really noticed the dog. But Jesus always noticed the dog that was standing at the gate that nobody really cared about. But Jesus notices those who are cast aside from uh, what our view of society is, and he and he pays attention to the lower the lower individuals um so just kind of the ones that you would least expect so i love that inclusion as well um but they eat bread which jesus points out that he doesn't like the raisins which is funny um and uh they're just talking about they'd mentioned james and jude who are jesus's brothers and i there's uh, some controversy there so they didn't delve fully into that like they kind of left it a little ambiguous i think intentionally um just because I think there's different views on his siblings, um, but they are—they're not there because they wanted to avoid conflict. Um, and uh, she asks about the disciples, and um, she says the same thing that she says in the messengers. Um, she says, "I want to know what to pray for." Uh, and they have—you know—there's some banter back and forth. And he, Jesus mentions the olive oil business, and they talk about. Uh, Tom, Thomas and Rayma, and uh, Jesus says that he needs the box, uh, since he thinks this will be the last time. And and there's uh, to clear up some confusion here. I think people were thinking that uh, Mother Mary knew that Jesus was going to be crucified, and I don't know if that was the intention. I think this was just like him saying that um, this is the last time he's going to be in Nazareth before he announces himself as the Messiah. Um, and this kind of opens the whole box of can of the box, the whole can of worms that is all of the trouble that follows. Um, so I think that's more of what it was referring to. And Mary knew about that rather than the crucifixion itself. I don't think Mary was knowing about that then. I don't know if that's what they're implying, but it might've been, but I don't know. Uh, so he says he needs the box and Mary is obviously very distressed about this because she knows that the, all of the, the repercussions of Jesus announcing himself as the Messiah. Uh, so then Jesus goes to get the box and he has sheep named Cain and Abel, which I thought was a really nice touch. I mean, it's very interesting at least, um, <laughs> that he named his sheep Cain and Abel because, uh, everyone knows the story of Cain, you know, killed Abel. Um, you got like jealous of him and just like, it's, it's a, it's a very like, um, shameful story. I think on the kind of, it's like, it's not, it's like a cautionary tale. It's not like a successful story, but just interesting that Jesus chose to name his sheep Cain and Abel. Maybe he didn't name them Cain and Abel, uh, like Mary and Joseph did, or something. Or maybe Joseph did, because he's like goofy like that, as we see in the show. But uh, just an interesting, interesting thing that they chose to emphasize. And uh, Jesus grabs the box and he pulls out the uh, the spit and bridle of a mule, which is uh, a foreshadowing. Which this episode is just the episode of like fifty uh, percent foreshadowing, fifty percent symbolism, and like. A hundred percent emotion, um, and it's it's I love every second of it. But I'll I'll talk about it more when we get to the flashback with Joseph. What I think the bridal is going to be for, what I think a lot of people kind of assumed because it's a pretty obvious connection. But so he uh, he gets the 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 bridal, and uh, then the next day it's Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, which I pointed out, uh, which a lot of or Catherine Menning, I believe, was theorizing that that's what the event was going to be here when they were filming it and during the weeks of filming. Um, so that theory ended up being correct. And um, so this scene is very interesting because it's just Jesus and, and uh, Lazarus joins 
Mother Mary kind of drifts away, but um, it's mostly just Jesus and Lazarus going around talking to a bunch of individuals. And of course, we get the Trigon game at the end, but um, this scene, the majority of this scene is just Jesus and Lazarus going around talking to people. And what's interesting about this scene is where the like, uh, entertainment value comes from is just these people having these conversations. And since the uh, character of Jesus is such a like sacred thing because he's you know the son of God, Everybody's listening very intently to these conversations because they're revealing things about the character of Jesus and the backstory and the history of Jesus. That's what makes this scene so interesting. Not as much um, super something super interesting happening. You can basically just sum it up as Jesus and Lazarus walking around and talk to people from Nazareth during Rosh Hashanah. Um, and, and it's just interesting to see how people, how Jesus is portrayed as maybe having been uh, just this awkward teenager that that was really kind of humble and shy and didn't talk much, or really um, was. And as we see in the Trigon game, wasn't very good at sports, you know. Um, but is such a powerful teacher and is obviously you know the Messiah, the Son of God. So uh, one of the most important, the most important person that's ever lived. Um, so I really enjoy this scene, as basically ever seen in this episode because they um, is obviously my favorite episode, but. Um, I just really liked, I loved the way the, it was also filmed, this episode was filmed in a very interesting way as well, as we kind of have this continuing theme of just, like, the camera is shifting from side to side, um, for Jesus, and then, um, this is, uh, it's like, in the scene where Jesus is talking to, it's like, um, I think, uh, whoever brings him the, the, the honey and apples, uh, as he's talking, the camera kind of, uh, moves and revolves around him switches from his right side to his left side we see the same kind of thing happening in um the scene where he's he's claiming he's announcing himself as the messiah the camera is kind of shifting from side to side um and is 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 very interesting continuing thread of of the cinematography as well but um this scene very cool and then uh, lazarus and jesus talked to rabbi benjamin and Rabbi Benjamin tells, and everybody's talking about these rumors that they've heard of all the signs and miracles Jesus has done in the Sermon on the Mount. And um, then Lazarus and Jesus go to Rabbi Benjamin, and Rabbi Benjamin agrees to let Jesus preach at the ceremony that night. And then Jesus and Lazarus go and play a game of Trigon, which is a game where you toss like a ball to three people standing in a circle. They each like catch with their right hand, throw with their left hand, or something like that. You catch with one hand, throw with the other. And uh, just kind of try to make someone drop it. And uh, Jesus is not good at sports. That is something that is portrayed in this episode, which is, again, the line between Jesus, what Jesus is able to do is anything that's not a sin. So being bad at sports, not a sin. He's trying his hardest, but he, um, he's not, he's not just, he's just not good at it. So that's just, that's not a sin. It's just just the way he is, and a very interesting way to portray Jesus, just to say that he's not good at sports, but he's very good at preaching, obviously, so that's kind of his strong suit, and um, I just love this scene as well, very shot in a very cool way, the way the camera uh, shifts and rotates between the three people as it's motivated by the movement of the ball, and the mo- movement of the camera, so um, very cool scene, and then obviously Jesus loses because he's bad at it, and um, then he, uh, then he, goes to the ceremony and preaches, and he reads from Isaiah and um, announces himself as the one who is to fulfill the year of the Lord's favor. And um, 
And just this this scene, the scene in the synagogue is a very intense, very emotional scene, but I loved it. So cool, so awesome the way the the music builds and uh even at the end there as he gets taken away this like guitar that comes in. I I'm pretty sure it's like an electric guitar. It sounds like an electric guitar. It might be some kind of it also might be some kind of like Middle Eastern stringed instrument, but uh this like very cool uh instrumentation there too and the music as well super cool everything about the scene is cool but um i love just as jesus is kind of like hinting towards himself being the messiah and everyone's kind of like are you claiming to be the messiah or just claiming to be a prophet um and he's because you're not either and then he's like the rabbi benjamin asked are you claiming to be the messiah or just a mere prophet and jesus says yes and there's just a lot of interesting debate between the people and jesus as they're you know, debating this kind of passage, and, and Rabbi Benjamin's talking about, we don't need salvation, we're God's chosen people, and Jesus is talking about how they, if they don't realize that they need salvation, then he can't save them, and like, just a lot of interesting back and forth there in that scene, um, and then Jesus finally says, yes, I am the Messiah, and uh, then uh, that's that's where everything uh, kind of breaks loose, that's where all, um, that's where, that's just the tipping point, well, the tipping point is technically, actually, when he says, I am the law of Moses, and then he gets taken out of the temple and uh, taken to a cliff to be thrown off, and I think this is the scene that we saw in week two of filming with the giant uh, blue screen. I'm pretty sure this is actually the scene that they were filming there, not the walking on water, because uh, I unfortunately do not think that's going to happen this season, or at all, actually, for that matter, but um, I think this is the scene they were filming, because if you, you can tell pretty much that Jesus is or Jonathan's is on a blue screen here um because they didn't like actually find a cliff and put Jonathan on it it looks pretty much like he's on a blue screen so I think this was the scene that they used the blue screen for um but I again I'm not totally sure and if there's another scene that they use the blue screen for later in the season then I'll be very surprised and very um excited to see what else they would need a blue screen that big for like a big sound stage with the blue screen that would be very interesting to see so We'll just see where they go with that. But I'm pretty sure this is the scene that they used to film that anyway. So, they go to throw Jesus off. And in the Bible, all it says is just Jesus, they took him to throw him off the cliff. And he just, like, it said he, like, escaped amongst their mists. And uh, here they say that he, like, kind of did, like, a another sort of mini miracle and, like, froze all of them and just walked away. And he, like, smirks at up at heaven as he kind of walks away there. So... That's a very interesting way to portray this this scene. Um, and he just says it's not going to happen today. And he walks out. And um, he comes to Joseph's grave. And then uh, he kind of has a flashback to him learning to read with Joseph. And there's, again, some more foreshadowing where Joseph has him uh, hammer a nail. <laughs> and he says the men in our family have been able to hit a nail in with one fell swoop. Um, so also some, some foreshadowing with a nail and then Joseph, it's revealed what's in this box because like, I remember just watching the episode being like, am I supposed to know what that is that he take, they took out of the box? I'm, I don't, it doesn't totally ring a bell to me, but then, you know, it's just one of, it's like, it's revealed later in the episode. So Joseph, um, opens the box and it's this mule spit and bridle, which he says was, used by one of their ancestors when they escaped from Egypt, and it's been passed down through 40 generations. And uh, it's been passed along in the men and their family, and he says, emphasize, I like the, I like the inclusion of this uh, bridle. I don't think we need, like, I don't think it was, um, like, anyone was asking for a backstory of the bridle that 
Jesus will probably put on the mule that he rides into Jerusalem with before, like the week before, on like Palm Sunday, the week before he's crucified. Uh, that's what that's what people are assuming this bridle is going to be used for, and I agree. I think that's a very logical. I mean, I was thinking that too when I watched the episode. It's a very logical conclusion to come to. <laughs> like it's pretty obvious, um, but I don't know if we needed a backstory. I don't think anyone was. Uh, nobody was asking for a backstory for the bridle of the mule that he rides into Jerusalem on, but. This story point just adds, like, a lot of things to show. Like, we don't need it. Nobody was asking for it. Nobody's like, oh, I wonder what happened to the bridle that he uses to ride in the Jerusalem. But it adds such another layer of emotion. And this scene between him and Joseph is just so beautiful. And just this whole story point just emphasizing, you know, like, Joseph had a family line. Um, I mean, this isn't the Bible, but Joseph could have had a family line. You know, like, they had a tradition, and now, like... Just this, uh, it's all been upturned by Jesus, who I guess was, will, will, who was destined to, be co- to come from the beginning, but kind of also emphasizing the point that Jesus also is not, obviously not going to have any children. So uh, just kind of upturns this whole family tradition thing that they had going, or and it doesn't upturn, it ends it. Um, but it's kind of also another way to show that Jesus is a fulfillment of this prophecy. You know, it's a, he's a fulfillment of everything in every way because joseph said like he said his, his dad always joked maybe someone will have some use for it someday and he's the fulfillment of this bridle that's been passed down from generation that nobody's had any use for they just kept it in a box but now jesus will finally use it uh when he rides in on the donkey on palm sunday so very cool scene very emotional scene uh, between him and joseph in that flashback and then um mother mary is also there in that flashback and then we come back to real time and uh, Mary and Joseph, or Mary and Lazarus, come to Jesus as he's, you know, standing and remembering all of this at Joseph's tomb, and then uh, they talk about. So I think what Jesus whispered to Lazarus. A lot of people are talking about that. Like in the synagogue, he leans over and whispers something to Lazarus, which we don't hear, um, and a lot of people are confused about that. I really think he just told Lazarus something like, "Everything's going to be okay. Um, meet me with my backpack and some stuff in it, or meet me with my backpack and the bridle in it." at Joseph's tomb after, like, all of this is over. I, I think it was literally just something like that. Like, that's all it was. How else would they know where to find Jesus? Um, I just think that's that's really the only explanation for it. I don't think he was whispering, like, I'm going to be crucified, and you're going to die, and I'm going to resurrect you, but make sure that you're... I don't know, like, something like... I don't think it was anything more than just, yeah, meet me at the Joseph's tomb after this is over. I'm not going to die. That's really all it was, I think. Just to calm him down, because Lazarus was so overworked at this at that point in the scene. I think he was just saying, everything's going to be okay, just meet me and Joseph too. I literally think that's all it was. Um, but they kind of talk about, uh, he said he wanted to see Joseph's tomb one last time, because he's not going to come back to Nazareth anymore, obviously. Uh, Lazarus asks about the bridle, and Jesus says, you'll know soon enough. And Mary says, soon, and Jesus says, soon. And it's obviously a reference to, I mean, the he rides in Palm Sunday right after he resurrects. He rides into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday right after he resurrects Lazarus. So, obviously, Lazarus is going to find out about the bridal at the uh, riding in. So, this episode, super duper awesome, super amazing, super emotional, super intense. A really interesting look into the character of Jesus. I loved every single second of it. The cinematography was amazing. The music was amazing. The acting from everyone was phenomenal. It's such a good episode. I loved, I loved, I loved it. And uh, I hope you did too. And if you are excited for episode four, then please make sure to let me know somehow, I guess on Instagram or something. And um, I'll see you guys in the next episode where I talk about season two, episode four. 
Um, but until then, remember, it is not your job to feed the 5,000, but it is only to provide the loaves and fish. Bye-bye.